0: Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Tool. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Tool. We're going to be in Exodus 31. If you'll turn there, we're going to be in the next passage, Exodus chapter 31. Uh, we just got back from Dallas, and our activity list for the entire week uh, was to... Uh, stare at and pick up and hold and love on Charlie Rose. And so uh, it was a tiring week because uh, Charlie Rose has needs. In fact, uh, she found her voice while we were down there. She was just kind of a cooing, a cooing, uh, which is baby talk for I Love Pop Pop is what that was for. Uh, And then uh, she started realizing the more no- noise she makes, the quicker everyone in the entire house comes uh, immediately down. Uh, and, and so she's found her voice, and she's starting to do different volumes, which basically is just, I really love pop-pop. That's what she has, the high volume. And so uh, she only knows one phrase so far, says it a lot of different ways. And uh, eventually she'll say neen, but so far just pop-pop is all I hear Uh, But it's uh, good to get away, good to see Stephen, good to see Allie, Charlie Rose doing great. Uh, But I always miss Rosedale Baptist Church. And it's good to be home uh, as we go to the next passage. And so let's take our Bibles, Exodus 31, uh, look at verse number 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name, by name, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him, I've called him by name, and I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in cutting of stones to set them and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. And of course, uh, last week we were talking about the anointing, the anointing with oil, the anointing Uh, with oil, and and we talked about doctrinally. we talked about uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit takes place at salvation. Uh, We're sealed with the Holy Spirit of God under the day of redemption. Uh, It's an earnest of our expectation. We're sealed, and so the filling of the Holy Spirit isn't so much that we get more of the Holy Spirit uh, as much as the Holy Spirit gets more of us. Uh, And that's done by yielding, that's done by not quenching, not grieving, but uh, being unified of the body. And so we talked about all of that uh, but it was with regards to Aaron and his sons, Aaron and his sons, the oil of the Holy Spirit anointing, Aaron and his sons for the priestly ministry. We talked about the composition, what it's made of, and uh, different uh, facets about it, how it applies to it, its effect on everything around us. But, but it was primarily talking about the priestly work. That priestly work for them would have been uh, with regards to the sacrifices and the offerings and the service in the tabernacle, which required anointing. And so we talked about that, about how Aaron and his sons in that priestly work, it necessitated the anointing of the Holy Spirit because without God doing the work, we're really not doing a work of God or a work for God. We can labor in vain, except the Lord built a house that they uh, they labor in vain that, that build it, except the watchmen keep the city, they, they wake up but in vain. It's just a vain. It's a vain thing. Uh, unless the Holy Spirit of God is anointing and filling and and working through. And so uh, God goes now from uh, elevating the necessity of the anointing of the, uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit for the priestly ministry, to now uh, he goes not from Aaron, Aaron the high priest, and uh, his sons, the priests, he now goes to the necessity, elevating the importance of that, not just for the priestly ministry, but Bezalel, now it's talking about the practical, the practical ministry. Uh, Bezalel wasn't someone that would refresh the table of showbread. Aaron, uh, Aaron his sons, would do that. Uh, Bezaliel wasn't one that would trim the wicks and make sure the oil was there for the menorah. Uh, Aaron, his sons, would do that. Uh, Bezaliel and Aholiab, uh, they weren't the ones that uh, would... Uh, 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 the table of showbread, make sure the table of showbread, and the altar of incense and minister there, uh, they wouldn't be those that did that. Besalel would be one that would be driving the nails and sawing the wood and doing hands-on, blue-collar labor uh, in the ministry. Uh, And just as much as we need the Holy Spirit of God empowering for the priestly work, uh, we need the Holy Spirit of God empowering for a practical work, for a practical work. Uh, we try to secularize Christianity way too much. We're all in full-time ministry. Would anybody agree with that? Well, we all are. We all are. Some of us receive a, a compensation from a church or a ministry, but, but others of us uh, receive compensation from uh, MSB or, or uh, Towson or, or Franklin Square uh, Hospital. But, but all of us, if we're a child of God, all of us are in the full-time ministry. Uh, and whether it's standing up here preaching... Boy, I need the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God, God working through me, filling me, uh, blessing, blessing, God doing the work. uh, But in the same way, uh, setting up the decorations. uh, Setting up the decorations. We were going to cancel the service tonight, but Dan needs help putting away. Anyway, uh, the decoration. Uh, uh, Dan, who does so much around the church, uh, 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 I've dubbed him Mr. Rosedale. Mr. Rosedale. Uh, and I really do appreciate all the staff, but, but Dan just uh, is a blessing uh, there. But, but understand, whatever the work is, if it's ushering, if it's greeting, if it's guest services, if it's security, boy, we try to think, well, I'm going to do it in my power, and my strength, and hey, I got this. Boy, as soon as we are trusting in ourselves, I got this, boy, we're diminishing, we're marginalizing, even displacing the power of the Holy Spirit of God Working through us, and so put down point number one, if you will, the inspired work, the inspired work, verse three, talking about Bezalel, verse three, I have filled him with the Spirit of God. Of course, the oil uh, of anointing with Aaron uh, and those his his sons, the high priest, uh, the priests, uh, that anointing oil is symbolic of a type of the Holy Spirit of God, the oil of gladness, anointed Jesus Christ. Here, uh, it just says directly. I have filled him with the Spirit uh, of God. Uh, the, the Holy Spirit was working in him, coming upon him, filling him, flowing through him. He was filled with the Spirit of God. Now, now, now remember, uh, what work was he doing? Uh, he wasn't at the altar of incense necessarily praying, uh, offering up intercessory prayer. He, he wasn't at the table of showbread symbolizing the word of God. Uh, he wasn't at the, the, the menorah uh, trimming or filling or, or caring for. Uh, he wasn't uh, doing that. Uh, he was driving nails, he was sawing wood, he was uh, doing the practical, the practical uh, type ministry, blue collar construction type work. Uh, he would have been more of the construction manager or the site supervisor in the building of the tabernacle. And God said, hey, I've called him by name and I've filled him with my spirit. I've called him by name just as much as the, the pastor is called, uh, just as much as, uh, as an evangelist or a missionary is called uh, into the ministry, whatever work you're doing, God made you for a purpose, on purpose, on purpose, He's called you, Bezalel, uh, and he's anointing you. He's filling you. Look at it, verse 2. See, I have called by name. I- I've called him, Bezalel. Bezalel, I've called him by name. Bezaleel, the son of Uri, in case there's any misunderstanding who I've called. I've called him, specifically the son of, her, uh, of the tribe of Judah. I- I've called him, and I've anointed him. I've filled him, verse 3, and I've filled him with the Spirit of of God, by God the Father calling him, uh, God the Spirit filling him, uh, God the Father calling him, God the Spirit uh, anointing him. And so understand, uh, God not only anoints for the priestly work, the mystical work, that, that spiritual work, that God anoints for that construction work, that, that practical work, that, that material work. It, too, is a spiritual work. Uh, Nehemiah called by God to build a wall, to build a wall. Samson uh, anointed by the Holy Spirit of God to defeat an enemy. So many times we think it's just opening the Word, sharing, teaching, preaching the Word, but it's so much, all more, all encompassing than that. Hey, we're all called to the full time uh, ministry, uh, spiritually, the this, this supernaturally, uh, spiritually, practical work that every one of if you. Uh, passed a plate tonight, if you uh, played an instrument tonight, if you uh, helped out with guest services tonight, if Sunday, if uh, you're changing a, a diaper, or you're uh, painting a wall, or planting uh, flowers around, or cleaning the facilities, or mechanically working uh, on, on the building, hey, that's as much a spiritual work as standing up behind the pulpit, preaching the sermon tonight. Does anybody believe that? By well, the calling. The anointing, the calling, the calling, the anointing. When you're working in the house of God, when you're working on the house of God, it's as spiritual. It's as spiritual as if you were behind here preaching the sermon right now. It's as spiritual as that. And, and when we get that, Bezalel, when we understand that, Bezalel, then we're not just going to kind of mail it in and, and just kind of blase. Hey, if I do well, I do well. If I don't do well, hey, no big deal. It's a spiritual work, and we need to be spirit-filled as we do that work. Anytime someone uses the, the trade, the talent, the, the ability, the knowledge that, that they have for the work of God, for the kingdom of God, it's a spiritual work. We need to be spirit-filled to do that. I think about uh, two years, maybe about a year and a half that we were here, maybe two years that we were here uh, uh, in... Um, uh, maybe a little longer, maybe three, four years. I have no idea how long. Anyway, uh, but it was when we were building this auditorium here. Before we did, uh, as far as the banking uh, for that, Pat Wolf, who uh, was in business banking, business construction uh, for most of her career, most of her life, uh, uh, worked with me, helped me to understand the the, the nature of, uh, of of bank loans and and how to present yourself to a bank and the information they would want, what's important to them. And then uh, once one bank is on, on, uh, on board, on the hook, I almost said on the hook, on, on board, uh, then getting another bank on the hook, on, on board also, and then uh, getting another one, and then bidding them against each other. Uh, and for this church building here, we got unheard of rates, a, a fixed loan. Uh, when, when pastors talk about uh, church building loans that they get, I don't even want to say anything because I feel bad. And it's not nothing, uh, me, it's not me. It's, it's a, a, a lady that worked in construction, in uh, business loans, in, in business construction building uh, that, that used her trade, used her talent, used her ability for the glory of God and praise God for, for her yielding that uh, for the glory of God. I think about uh, Steve Hyatt who, uh, uh, it now works for MSB, but was a plumber full-time who did the plumbing for the Ed Wing. By that trade, that ability that he has, by surrendering that and using that for the glory of God, I think about Brother Bill who, who basically finished this auditorium over here, the third over here, the second auditorium, uh, using the talent, the ability, the training that he had. Hey, any time you surrender uh, that, that ability, that talent, boy, it's a spiritual work, it's a, it's a spiritual work, and we need to be spirit-filled to do that work. I think about recently John Mayer, uh, who's uh, 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 organized a bunch of the retired guys to help Mr. Rosedale uh, do the lights out on the trees out there. Boy, it's a spiritual work. It's a spirit-filled work. I I think about Heather Warnick, who came out to help with the decorations. I think about uh, so many other people that uh, when we we, uh, were uh, expanding the Wi-Fi so that we could uh, do the outlines and, and be able to, uh, connectivity, Phil Rolf and, and others, that, that that's what they do, that's what they know, that's the ability that they have. And when they surrender that, boy, it's not just about the pastor being spirit-filled and spirit-led. It's about every single person Bezalel, no doubt, was already talented, already gifted. Hey, Bezalel, already probably a craftsman by trade, uh, but Bezalel, God called him by name and God filled him. God anointed him for the work of God, the construction of the tabernacle, for the glory of God. Uh, I I do think a good question for all of us to ask ourselves right now is, uh, what ability, what trade... Uh, What craft, what skill do I have and how can that be used in the house of God for the work of God, for the glory of God? What skill, what ability, what talent do I have? And it's almost a backwards way of, of, of thinking because God gave you that ability not primarily to to buy a huge house. or uh, He didn't give you that primarily, that gifting, that talent that you have. Uh, He didn't give you that primarily to to fill a bank account or make ends meet or to to buy uh, buy groceries. No, no, primarily he gifted us, he, he filled us primarily to do the work of God for the glory of God. And the question again is, what skill, what trade, what ability do I have that God gifted me with? Maybe a birth, maybe a birth—that's an ability, uh, or maybe at being born again, a second birth—that's a gifting. But what one did God give me that, but all of us should be a part of the body, whether we're a hand or an eye, whether we're an ear or, or a nose. But all of us, all of us should be a part of the body, a functioning part. Of the body, and if all I ever do with that skill, that that trade, that talent, if all I ever do is build my kingdom and, and fill my bank account uh, and take care of myself, then I've misappropriated, yea, even prostituted the giftings and abilities that God gave to me. Just let that sink in. Let that sink in. I, I, I know a whole lot of people that are incredibly gifted, incredibly, incredibly. Uh, I mean, they're, they're maybe the way they think organizationally or uh, maybe the way they lead so, so naturally or, or, or maybe the way they, their, their hospitality. I, I know a lot of people that have made a whole lot of money on that gifting that God gave to them, uh, not just for them, but primarily for the work of God to be used in the house of God for the glory of God. If you've been equipped to to teach, gifted, with the ability to communicate, and the only time you ever use that talent, that gifting, uh, is to draw a paycheck, to to be able to, 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 uh, for that job that you have, you may want to further surrender and consider using that gifting, that ability to teach a Sunday school class. To speak into a child's life. To be a blessing to a life group or a small group. If all I ever do uh, is use that talent for myself, uh, then I'm not using that talent rightly uh, or uh, appropriately first. And praise the Lord if God blesses you with a huge increase financially. Praise the Lord for that. But first and foremost, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. But If you've been equipped with a maternal nurturing instinct, and the only time you ever use that is working at a daycare down the street, making money at that daycare down the street, uh, and you never help out in the nurseries. But All of us need to be a functioning part of the body of Christ. Not just an Aaron, or not just the sons of Aaron, high priest, or the priest, but the Bezalels, the Bezalels that God calls you by name. God's called you for a specific task, and God wants to fill you uh, in order to to do his work. Look at verse 6. Verse 5, it's Bezalel. I've called him by name. I've filled him with my spirit uh, in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to devise cutting works, to work in gold and silver and brass. Verse 5, in cutting stones, to set them and carving timber, to work in all manner of workmanship. And verse 6, I and I, behold, I have given with him and so it changes from just the abilities, the talents, the, the, the divine giftings that God gave to Bezalel, called him by name, anointed him, filled him, uh, did all of that for him, and now he's adding people to him. Look at it, verse 6. And I, behold, I have given with him Aholiab, the, the son of Ahisamach, of uh, the tribe of Dan and in, in the hearts of all that are wise hearted I have given them to him and I put wisdom that 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 they that they not just Bezalel but that that they may make all that I have commanded thee we're kind of at a pivotal point in Exodus we uh, talked about God gives the instruction for the tabernacle from the from the inside out just like uh, he transforms us from the inside out and then uh, towards the end, we're going to see the construction of the tabernacle It's going to be from the outside in. We'll, we'll take a little bit larger steps because it's going to be a, a lot of it's going to be redundant, just in reverse, uh, and so we'll still cover all of it, maybe a little larger step. But right here is kind of a pivotal point, a pivotal passage, because he's going from the instruction from the inside out, and now uh, he's putting over that construction from the outside in. Uh, he's saying, Bezalel first. Boy, Bezalel is kind of going to be the leader Aholiab uh, is kind of going to be a laborer. Uh, Bezalel is kind of going to be uh, the site supervisor. Aholiab uh, uh, is kind of going to be more more of the hands-on, the hands-on, the tailors, the garment makers, the perfumers, the metal craftsmen. Uh, look at it in verse number seven. Uh, I, I've given with him aholiab and and all that are wise-hearted. The tabernacle, seven, of the congregation, the the testimony, the mercy seat that is upon, uh, and all the furniture, the furniture of the tabernacle, they're going to make all, all, all that I have commanded them. They're going to make those things, verse six, the things uh, enumerated, verse seven, verse eight. And they're going to make the table and his furniture and the pure candlestick uh, 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 and, and all his furniture and the altar of incense. These are all the things they're going to make. Uh, bezaliel heading it up, a holy up underneath him. Uh, and the altar of burnt offerings with all his furniture uh, and the laver and, and his foot. Some of these should be, flashing uh, reminders about what we already studied, and the clothes of service and the holy garments for Aaron, the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. And here it is, the anointing oil. And the anointing oil, they're even going to make that, that anointing oil that anoints Aaron, the sons. And now, Bezalel, filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, The anointing oil and sweet incense for the holy place, uh, according to all that I have commanded thee, shall they do. And so he's listing hands-on, hands-on laborers. He's listing them hands-on. And it's not uh, just the errands or uh, the high priest or his sons, the the priest. Uh, It's not just the spiritual, it's also the very practical. Uh, I I like the fact that a lot of people that work in our church security uh, have been or are currently in law enforcement. We have... Uh, Capitol Police, we have Baltimore uh, uh, County Police, we have Baltimore City, we have Baltimore County uh, detective. We have all kinds of, uh, and they're using the giftings they have to keep God's house, God's people, very practically, very practically, Uh, you probably heard the news about Fort Worth, uh, the chief of security for that church. Uh, I I, I love that uh, when uh, someone came in to do probably a great number of people great harm Uh, This one chief of police that was a shooting instructor for years was, uh, uh, even law enforcement previously um, uh, uh, took his talent, his ability, uh, and he said, I didn't view it as killing a man, I viewed it as killing evil. Uh, Oh yes, there was... I think two that perished in that that shooting. We've heard of a a lot bigger ones than that. Uh, Two that perished, but he saved so many more because he took something that he did every day of the week, something he was gifted and talented in, uh, and, and he used that for the glory of God. He used that very practically to be a blessing to the people of God in the house of God for the glory of God. Is everybody with me on that point? And so Bezalel, Bezalel, now Aholiab, Uh, They both were blessed by God, both anointed by God, both filled with God's wisdom, and both using their talent, their trade, to further God's kingdom and to bless God's work. Uh, But where Bezalel, called by name, anointed as the leader, now Aholiab uh, was called by name and anointed in the same way. Ah, Aholiab called by by name and anointed in the same way uh, for not just a leader, but for a, a, a laborer, as much as God calls pastors and assistant pastors, and evangelists, as much as God calls them, fills them, empowers them, uh, I think he does so the same way with people in the choir. Teachers in a class. Uh, someone that works on Friday night, the addictions ministry, the Baltimore Youth Coalition, people that uh, help in the nursery, people that, that, that will teach a life group or a junior church. Hey, I think it the same way. God calls by name. God calls by name. Uh, God God uh, fills and uses, God fills and, and, and uses. And you see it, not just leaders, laborers, not just leaders, laborers, you see it with, with Saul. Remember when Samuel uh, went and uh, identified when God specifically hand-selected Saul? 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse number uh, 24, after Samuel... Uh, the prophet had all the tribes passed by, highlighted Benjamin, and then the families of that, 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 that tribe of Benjamin, and then highlighted the, the, the family of Metri, uh, and then narrowly, specifically chose Saul, called Saul. By, by name I chose Saul, verse 24. And Samuel said to all the people, See ye him whom the Lord hath chosen. By well, the leader, uh, the leader. But what about the followers? Uh, the leader. What about the laborers? Uh, the leader, the pastor. But what about the church members? Uh, as much as God called and God equipped and God sent Saul, verse 26, uh, when Saul was selected, there went with him a, a band of men whose hearts God had touched. And so the thing that I'm belaboring tonight, and I'll do so until you start nodding like this and saying, hey, I'm getting it, Pastor, I'm getting it, uh, is just as much as the leader Bezalel was called and selected in chosen, and sent, and filled. In the same way, uh, Holyab, the laborer, was called, and selected, and sent, and empowered, and filled. Hey, just as much as God called Saul, just as much God called those followers of Saul, just as much as the hand of God was on Bezalel, uh, the hand of God was on those that Bezalel Uh, over Saul, it wasn't just Aaron uh, for the priestly work, Uh, it was these for for the practical work. And the principle is this, find the spot that God has for you. How God's equipped you. The talent, the skill, the ability that God's given to you, surrender it to God. Give it over to God. Jump in, help out in in that area you're passionate uh, about. Uh, for the glory of god and i promise you that thing that may be a little laborious at work will become a spirit-filled work here at church too many times we try to subjugate the filling of the holy spirit only to pastors it's for everyone for everyone listen everyone needs to be baptized by the holy spirit of god into one body that's salvation Uh, At salvation, every one of us needs to be sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. Sealed, sealed, we are sealed under the day of redemption. That's at salvation, but just as much, every one of us needs to be filled, filled. Uh, I like how Joel 2.28 puts it, and I understand it's prophetic, but it's also practical. Uh, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit, my spirit, uh, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Anyone, everyone, every single one that's doing a work for God must be empowered by God for the glory of God. And listen, if you can do it on your own in that carnal state, in that, well, I got this, I got this, it's not going to be a spiritual work. It definitely will not be an eternal work. I'll pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Uh, Your sons and your daughters, your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. I like the fact that it's touching on a multi-generational church. Old men and young men. It's talking about an eclectic, a very diverse uh, men and the women, all flesh, all flesh. But for older men to say well the younger just need to start dressing like we do uh, would be Cantamount to the younger crowd saying, well, the older people need to just dress like we do. For, for an older crowd to say, well, they just that younger crowd just needs to sing the songs that we sang is, is the same as the younger crowd saying, well, they just need to sing, sing the songs that, that, that we sang. Does anybody see how petty that is? Well, we need to bring who we are to the body of Christ. Surrender to the head of the body. Use what we've been given for the glory of God. All flesh... All flesh, I'll pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, men or and women, boys or and girls. Everyone, anyone, every single one doing a spiritual work, they're anointed by the Spirit of God to do that work. Does anybody believe that not only do we need to be saved, but we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God? Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 17, puts it this way. Wherefore, be not unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Every one of us finding God's place, God's place, that specific spot, what our talent, what our ability is, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And once you find God's will, verse 18, be filled with God's Spirit. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And so you find God's will, and then you're filled with God's Spirit. And understand, when we do this, it changes everything. Uh, the problem with hair on my face is it gets, it ends up getting in. Anyway, um, it, it changes everything. Uh, it, it gives you the right personality. Look at verse number 19. Uh, verse number, we don't have that. Do we have that on the screen? Uh, we may not have that. Verse number 19, we're to be speaking to ourselves, psalms, some spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord, to the Lord, Uh, The next verse, giving thanks always for all things unto God, uh, to the Lord, uh, unto God, uh, and then submitting yourselves one to another. Uh, And so once you find God's will, you're filled with God's Spirit, uh, and then you'll start portraying God's fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, temperance, uh, 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 and a few others that I can't remember. Anyway, uh, and so find God's will, be filled with God's Spirit and you'll portray the fruit. That's the personality. But the people, where to be filled? Be filled with the Spirit. The people are 22 wives, 23 husbands, 28 men, 28 women, 6 1 children, 6 4 parents, 6 5 employees, 6 9 employers. Uh, I'll pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, all flesh, for this to be a spiritual work. Continue to be a spiritual work. Well, all, all of us, every one of us, needs to find our place. In fact, if you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter number 11. Take it out of the pew rack, take it off where you are beside you, uh, and look at 1 Corinthians, look at uh, chapter chapter 12. Look at verse number 13. For by one Spirit we're all baptized into one body. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Talked about that. Into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, Uh, Whether we be bond or free, we've all been made to drink in one spirit, filled with the spirit of God. For the body is not one member, but many, every one of us, every single one of us. uh, If the foot, if the foot shall say, because I'm not of the hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the ear say, because I'm not the eye, I'm not of the body, is it not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, if the whole body were a, a nose or a hand or a foot, But now, verse 20, there are many members, yet but one body. I'd I'd probably put it practically like this. Uh, Every one of us needs to be a functioning part of the body of Christ. Every one of us. Uh, Every one of us. Uh, Every one of us. Okay, let me give you a different question to ask Uh, What talent do I have, ability do I have, that I'm not using for the work of God? Uh, what talent has God given me, uh, that job that I have at work, hey, what ability has God given me uh, that I have not surrendered and said, God, I'm willing to use that. I am willing to. Uh, I want to find my spot and be filled with your Spirit so I can portray the fruit of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, again, uh, I love the picture of Psalm 133. 1, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Body of Christ. Body of Christ, 1 Corinthians 11, baptized into one body. It's like precious ointment upon the head. Christ is the head of the body, head of the body, that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts and the garment. We're baptized into one body. And when we're connected, when we're connected, as we're a part of Christ's body, he's the head, that oil of gladness, he's filled to overflowing, it pours down upon us as long as we're connected And we're connected. By the way, Ephesians 5 backs that up when it talks about uh, 23, Christ is the head of the body. Verse 30, uh, we're members of the body. Verse number 32, uh, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Uh, By the way, where are we as far as, oh yeah, uh, the the inspired work, put down number two quickly. The inspired work, uh, and then number two, the inspired walk. The inspired work, and then number two, the inspired walk. Aaron, for the priestly work, needed the anointing, the filling of the Holy Spirit of God. Bezalel, for the practical work, a holyab uh, for that, that mundane, that day-to-day work. Uh, but then also Bezaleel for that supervisorial work, that leader, that management, kind of a work, the spirit of God. But then number two, the inspired walk, or put slash next to that, the inspired rest, the inspired rest. He shifts gears. he shifts gears, uh, but don't grind the gears. Look at verse number 12. Look how it fits. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, and here it goes, he he shifts. He shifts. Doesn't grind. He shifts. Verily my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a, say the word, sign. It's a sign. It's a sign between me and you throughout your generations that ye may know, okay? It's a sign, that Sabbath rest, uh, that, that having a day uh, where, where you don't continue to work, continue to labor, continue to try, try to work it out and try to manipulate it, uh, it's a day it's of it, it rest. It's a sign between me and you throughout your generation that you may know, here it is, that I am the Lord that doth sanctify. I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. I am the Lord I'm the one that does the work. Hey, Bezalel, before you just jump in there and start hammering nails, sawing boards, construction, lifting, building, stacking, hey, before you do any of that, don't forget, don't forget, you'll do more on six days when you rest knowing that I am the Lord. I'm the one that's doing the work. That anointing, filling with the Holy Spirit of God. Hey, I'm the one that does the work. Uh, and for Christians today, you'll get more done uh, on 90% uh, having that, that, that rest, that 10%, go to God, that one day, going to God. Hey, with God involved, it's a sign that you know, hey, this isn't my church, it's not our church, this isn't your church, this is God's church. And when we realize, hey, all we're doing is bringing our talent, bringing our ability, bringing what, what, that gifting that God gave us, All we're doing is surrendering and yielding, and God's doing the work through us. Boy, it's to God be the glory, great things he hath done. And if you don't realize that this this truth, that, that it's not my work, it's not your work, then you might as well be dead in that work that you do, because without Christ ye can't do nothing. Without the Holy Spirit anointing, you're running in vain. No matter how hard you work, Bezalel, it's dead. For without me, you can do nothing. And If you don't realize it's not your work, it's not your work. If you think it's your work, uh, look at it in verse number, verse number 14. Ye shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. But well, you might as well be dead because the work you're doing is a dead work. It's the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. The letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Uh, and, and when we have that balance of, okay, I want to make sure you get the first 10%, uh, the Christian Sabbath, our day of rest Sunday. Sunday, rest first. Well, you're first. You're first. Seek ye first. I want to make sure, God, that I acknowledge that you're the one that does, look at it again, verse 15. Verse 15. Six days, may, 15, six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord, whosoever doeth any work on the Sabbath day shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout the generations for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign. It is a sign. He already said that, that we might know that he's the one doing the work. Some would say this passage shifts gears hard. It's out of place. I truly think it's right in just the right place. It's almost as if you're trying to light the menorah, the wicks. You're trying to light the menorah without there being any oil in the lamp. It'll burn for a minute, but then it's going to burn out. Oh, oh yes, it'll burn for a minute, and it's a reminder here that whatever work you're doing, choir nursery, whatever work you're doing, preaching, assistant, pastoring, hey, whatever work you're doing, if you're not yielding and surrendering to Him, the Holy Spirit of God filling and working through you, well, I've seen a whole lot of deacons, a whole lot of pastors, a whole lot of church members, you did run well until you burned out. Uh, you ran fast for a while. Uh, uh, our work should never displace our walk. Our work should never displace our walk, our rest. Because if you lose one, you lose your walk, your rest. If your work displaces that, wait. I'm so busy in the work of the ministry, I can't possibly read my Bible. I can't possibly pray. I can't possibly yield to Him. If your work displaces your walk, you lose both. But if you have the one, that connection with them. By the way, that Sabbath, understand Hebrews 3 and 4, the whole passage is talks about Jesus Christ is our Sabbath for salvation. Salvation, He is our rest. Uh, and it's a tough concept to understand. Uh, you get more at times by doing less if it causes you to be focused on Him. You do more by doing... You get more by doing less if it causes you... And it's human nature. I know it's my nature that once I got that place, why well, work and strive and, and, and just keep going harder and, and harder until... So our tendency is where the oil is, is, is running out, we're still trying to light that wick, still trying to light that wick, still trying to light that wick, but the oil is drying up and burning out. Uh, and so many pastors and assistant pastors have drug up and burned out because they, they're so busy in the work, they're, they're, they're so busy in the work that they don't take time to step back and rest and focus on him. Would anybody agree that pastors, assistant pastors, church members, we're just a lump of dirt until God breathes in us the breath of life? Ezekiel, it's just a valley filled with dead, dry, uh, nondescript, dead, dry, uh, nondescript bones uh, until you prophesy to of the wind. They may even have a form of godliness, but they're still dead. They're still dry. They're still nondescript. Uh, until you prophesy to the wind, the wind of the Holy Spirit of God coming and filling them. That's why the earth was without form and void until the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. Uh, and, and I don't think we talk about it enough. We, we talk about it every time it comes across our uh, sequential. Uh, but I, I, I think a lot of times we'll neglect speaking about uh, the power of the Holy Spirit of God by yielding yielding to his leading. We're so busy criticizing, and well, the old people to the young people, the young people to the old people, quenching and, and, and grieving. Uh, let no corrupt communication that's right in there with that, uh, that, that jealousy, that anger, that, that works of the flesh, that we, that we end up uh, running out of oil because we've grieved and quenched the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, and that truly is. That truly is. Uh, if, if church can continue to go on Uninterrupted uh, without the Holy Spirit of God filling and empowering, boy, I can still show up at the same time. I, I can still turn to that, I can still sing that song. Hey, with or without God, I got this. But we have to get to the point where, God, without you, I can do nothing. I need your presence. I need the Holy Spirit of God filling. Lord, please, 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 uh, I surrender entertainment, surrender. That relationship. I surrender. Boy, I I want to be connected to the body of Christ, filled with the Spirit of God, so that when something gets done, it's not going to fold and collapse. It'll stand the test of the bema seat judgment of, of Christ. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.